So Jamal, how do you feel about your man 22 G's getting locked up? I didn't even read about it, but I heard it's over uh, attempted murder, right? Yeah, no, second degree murder, I believe. Oh, uh, well, the Brooklyn Drill pioneer, I guess, allegedly, he was living up to his lyrics. Oh, yeah, no. attempted murder, attempted murder. Well, at least somebody didn't die. But 22Gs, for those who don't know, he's the guy who basically created Brooklyn Drill. He is, uh, you know, streetwise, allegedly, he's like one of the main ops of Pop Smoke and Fabio Foreign's neighborhood. So, you know, they blew up mainstream first before 22Gs. And, you know, kind of like the, with the Chief Keef situation, you know, in Chicago, his neighborhood blew up. So the other neighborhood, it took them a little longer to get mainstream success. But 22Gs is like the pioneer of the Brooklyn sound, the beats, the twirl dance, you know what I mean? A lot of what you hear from in Brooklyn and Bronx drill comes from 22Gs. And he's a, he's signed to Kodak Black um, Sniper Gang. And um, so, yeah, he got attempted murder. So, I mean, it's not going to, it doesn't seem like it's looking good for him. He's a New York rapper with a charge. They get spanked when it comes to the legal system up there. Yeah, that's true. And it's unfortunate. I mean, it's said three people were left injured in the incident. It happened in March, March 6th, Ghana Independence Day, also Shaq's birthday. And mm. yeah, three people were shot. Luckily, no one died. And 22 G's was identified as the shooter. It happened at a Brooklyn party hall, you know, club event type thing. And yeah, 22 G's is charged with second degree assault, second degree criminal possession of a weapon, and first degree reckless endangerment. Yeah, it's not looking good for him. Um, just from me kind of following him a little bit, he kind of seemed like he was um, more trying to be out the way recently. And he's kind of like on the outnumbered side of things, like his alleged gang, he's a GD and he's surrounded by alleged Crips. So, um, you know what I mean? He it seems like he it was always in like defend mode, his neighborhood. And um, what's the other dude's name? Dang, I can't. What's the other uh, Brooklyn drill rapper that got kind of big? The dark skinned dude, chubby dude. Oh, like Sleepy Hollow. Nah, um, that's not his name. It's not Cap G or something. No, not Cap G. Um, oh my God, the Mexican from Atlanta or something. Damn, I forgot his name. He was kind of big. Sleepy Hollow. No, before him, he's like another pioneer. The dude, no suburban. I'm about to see sleepy hollow you know nothing against him or nothing but he's kind of like you know he's like oh athlete. chef g chef g i say cap g yeah tutu oh. you know he had you know alleged issues with chef g um fabio you know allegedly when he says you know when i see op i'm gonna drop folk or like allegedly when pop smoke said they couldn't be crips so they turned folk he's a they're allegedly talking about tutu g's neighborhood yeah. allegedly so if you know anything about the Brooklyn wave and 22Gs, he's a pretty dope rapper, dog. Like, honestly, in my opinion, like he's his music, you know, unfortunately fits, you know, his alleged lifestyle. 
but he be spitting that shit and he's he's dope with the um he's dope with the rap on the drill and then he had problems with that dude cj because just like uh hey, island guy yeah just like chingy and uh nelly who were arguing over the oh. word dirty uh 22g was mad because you know everybody kept saying mata because 22g used to say that a lot a lot i'm gonna hit him in his mata oh now you niggas saying mata so i don't know they argue with a lot of random words these days in these streets i don't know that's interesting <laughs> i made up the word dirty man uh so hey you about to go to new york are you excited are you gonna play a lot of 22 g's up there what are you going there for yeah i'm specifically going to brooklyn um i definitely won't play no 22 g's you said you won't no what? um well it depends on the because the person i'm linking with you know what I mean? They be on like more like deep house, 90s, just hippie type shit, which is cool. If I do go up there, oh, I got a hippie. Yeah, Jarvie's a hippie to me. Oh, man. Shout out Jarvie, man. Shout out, man. Shout out DJ Jarvie. Jarvie's been doing this yeah, fucking thing. He's been a hippie. What's he that is a hippie. To me? He's hipster basically is hippie. Modern day hippie. Yes, but I mean, isn't a hipster a negative connotation now? Kind of I don't like know. A, a wave rider, late to the party type. All right, all right. I'll call him. I'll call him an, an eclectic, well-rounded, um, well-versed gentleman. You know hey, what I mean? Yo, nice. But um, shout out to D, uh, DJ Jarvie Jarvie. He's been shout doing, out Jarvie doing yeah. his thing in Brooklyn, putting his footprint down up there. But um. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got a City Girls drill song that I want to play. Oh, the one with Avio? Yeah, and I got, and I like to play that with um this Young M.A. song. Because, you know, that's my that's my girl right there. Um, Shut up, Young M.A., Young Ma. I might play some pop. Um, you said Pac? Pop. Oh, whoa, whoa. Um, I might play one of the Bronx niggas, who knows? I'm playing ain't no more shopping sprees, no oh. more late night fees, no more VIP, no more don't. That's the kind of shit I'm playing when I go up there. And we can't even kick it no more. That's the type of shit they be on. Dang, that's what you want. That's what you're going to be boogieing to? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Are you backsliding in there? Yeah, I'm doing all kinds of shit. Whoa. I'm about to look like Uncle Elroy on Friday After Next. Man. When Pinky got mad at him. Yeah, one day, if I do dress up for Halloween, I will be Uncle Elroy. Then you respect Uncle Elroy? He's legendary and his fits crazy. <laughs> Especially <laughs> next Friday. Yeah, the, the uh robe with the shades and the chain and his undershirt, he was turned. He's a Don. <laughs> he was fresh. What about his brother Willie? Yeah, Willie's turned up too, but you know, Willie's the older brother, so he had to be more concerned about being a big homie and providing for the family while, you know, <laughs> Uncle Elroy, he's just a swag lord that hit the jackpot. <laughs> yeah, Willie, <laughs> Willie was more squarish. Yeah, because he was the older brother, he had to. But that's the lifestyle, but hey, man, so how long are you going to be in New York for? I wish I can go tomorrow, but I can't. But I'm gonna be there from Saturday to Monday night, nice. like late Monday night. Whoa. And um, we 
damn, I think I'm actually going to miss that shit. That shit's tomorrow. We was going to go to Corey Towns' event. He's a DJ. He's DJ Jazzy Jeff's son, actually. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's been doing his thing for years now. Uh, I'm probably going to miss that event tomorrow. But it's just going to be a lot of dope Juneteenth, Black Brooklyn uh, vibes that I'm going to be on. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to tear this city apart. Whoa, okay. Going crazy. That's what's up. All right. So speaking of. Ain't nothing like a Brooklyn girl. Oh Lord, Charles Hamilton. Yeah. Shout out to him, Mr. Sonic Man, the first pink. Well, not first. He was the second pink rapper after Cameron. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but let's let's go. Speaking of Cameron, well, let's talk about a swag lord that also tries to motivate the youth, the adults, and everybody. Rap's favorite mentor and guy, Payroll Giovanni, man. Back to basics. Now, in the past, you've called some of Payroll's music uncle rap. Can you explain that term, please? Um, just, this album is not uncle rap. Well, compared to the uh, to where Detroit's at now, I would say a lot of the Detroit rappers had more uncle vibes in them like four years ago when i first started listening to like babyface ray and them they were always ha- giving you lessons and rules and Whoa. they had a lot of m- morals like never do this never do that and um and like they never do this never yeah like that. make sure you like they were always talking about like not spending money for a whole month and shit and like just all kinds of shit <laughs> but nowadays a lot of Detroit rappers are more flashy they're more in their you know young drug dealer bag but payroll you know he's been doing this shit for 10 years at least by now so he's in an older f- stage in his career so that but I so I feel like compared to the early payroll he was stunting hard you know what I mean in your face with the shit now he's a reserved you know grown man with kids he has a wife you know what I mean? I think her name is Keisha. Shout out Keisha. She has like a weave empire. Most of the bad joints that you see on Instagram, their weave is by her. So she's a millionaire in her own right. I know that for a fact because I know a girl very, very personally who wears her weaves and they cost like $600 plus. But, <laughs> but, and it's funny, she didn't know who the, like, she didn't know like when I was listening to payroll, I was like, yo, I think his wife is who made your weave. And then I showed her, I was like, She's like, oh my God, no wonder why she be so like fresh and blah, 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 because of him. But anyways, but uh, so when I listened to it on the first listen, I don't know, I was listening to it on my way to work. The vibes at the time just, you know what I mean? It wasn't really hitting me, but when I listened to it the other day, I wouldn't call it Uncle Raps like I did before, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, classic payroll, you know what I mean? Just always giving you game. That's just what he do, you know what I'm saying? He just, he raps with a purpose. He has things to say and He's not just on no bullshit. He's just, it's just grown man rap. I wouldn't call it uncle raps. And I actually like it way more on a second listen. And I like his beats. I like some of the hi-hat choices <laughs> he uses. He has like a classic kind of simple sound. Yeah, Detroit like. sound. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, obviously everything's influenced off everything, but be having like dope, like Earl, like 08 Zaytoven kind of Gucci man beat type hi-hats and shit. I could see that. I mean, I liked that it. it was my beat, cin- cinematic. 
I liked his Yeah, he was going crazy with that. He was doing his thing. I mean, he was that's the thing about payroll, you know, he's when you listen to him, he'll motivate you to get money, to get your hustle up, to be a better friend, a better son, a better father if you are one, with all of that. He even tries to give you relationship advice. Payroll's the man. Looking at my scale, great intro, back to basics, fire, Tommy Buns goes, 580 bends. His girl song was funny. Oh, I forgot which was the one. What song was the one with his mans and the background vocals? Ooh. Oh, man. Hold on. That guy was turned. Like, he kind of came in. Hold on. I think I'm getting it mixed up because I, I was listening to a another Detroit. Oh, yeah. I'm getting it mixed up with Band Gang, Lonnie Bands. He had a song with a nigga that came in. Like, like, like it was just sick, bro. It almost reminded you. Like, it was just, he came in like Lonnie was almost wasn't done with his verse. And he came in like, ooh, I've got to scream. Like, I don't know why the Detroit rappers always got like a nigga that does that. See, but that's another Hallmark signature Detroit, the hood singer. Hey, you talking about that nigga? <laughs> yeah. That's, like, that's one of the Doughboy Cash Out niggas. Word. <laughs> He's on a, like, a lot of payroll songs. Yeah, I mean, but this one, I liked it too. Another reason why I liked it, because, you know, this is the first project payroll has done. He's produced the whole thing. You know, no features as well. It's called Back to Basics. And like you said, he stayed in his signature sound that he, you know, cultivated as a solo artist and with Doughboy's Cash Out for over 10 years. He went back in that chamber. And it's dope that a guy that has been rapping for over a decade can try to add something new to his craft and producing and realizing, hey, I've been working on this sound myself. Why can't I try it out? Is he as good as hell of a, um, no, is he as good as Topside or Carlo or those guys? Not, but he does his thing. He's not bad. For the first time to produce a project, it's pretty good. Some of the joints go, especially it bumps in a whip. So, um, so when I first listened to it, I felt like his flows were getting more simple. Oh, like the one he's slowing down the flow. Nah, more like same cadence. Like it was just you know because he's not like a lyrical, miracle, spiritual, barred out rapper. He's like nah, kinda, he just gives you game. Yeah, he just gives you the game spitter. And I used to think like, dang, his joints are kind of getting like 80s. Like you could just tell he grew up <laughs> on older rap like us. He yeah. raps like it. But I'm gonna have to listen to it again. I just know on my second listen, I liked it way more than I did on the first listen. First listen, I was thinking like, dang, this might be the one like where I'm not really like fuck. But at the same time, I'm confused. I'm wondering, I think he wanted to produce on his own, but I'm wondering like, how come? Cardo hasn't given him any beats in a while. I'm scared. Nervous? Yes. I hope they're still friends. Whoa. Game related was the last one. True. They didn't do so ever since. Because Payroll's put out a lot of projects, so Cardo wasn't on any of them. I'm about to see. I don't, if I'm not mistaken, I think game related was the last 
time they worked together. Mm. I mean, maybe they worked together on Giovanni's way. Yeah. 2021. True. And then It's Around in 2020. Hmm, okay. That's my shit, too. Yeah, It's Around is fire. Yeah, they, didn't they put out an album a year ago or two? I thought so, with, like, the cars and shit. Yeah, I bought it. It's called... Oh, yeah, Another Day, Another Dollar. Yeah, they bought and made an album last year. Look at you. Sick, trying to create something. I love that. Um, it's I love a fire project. Yeah, I make it look easy. Yes, yeah, he's always been. He's old school, man. Like you said, he has. He is like a '80s, '90s. He has an old school flow, but it's tight. He, he reminds stuff. He reminds me of like Too Short and like Pimp C sometimes. Mm. Just why is that? I think his voice and his simple like kind of rhyme schemes. Yeah, okay. Like, you don't fuck with my dog, then I don't fuck with them. Like, it'd be like real. <laughs> that almost sounded Big Shine-ish. Whoa, Kimasabi. Big ballin' is a hobby. Like, he just be, you know what I mean? His yeah. shit is simple. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but Payroll is definitely one of my favorite rappers of all time. He's one of the recent rappers in the last four to five years. He's been in my top five favorites for like the last four to five years. Of course, Larry Jones snuck in there. Um, Uzi used to be in my top five favorites, but I don't know I, if I had to make a top five favorite right now. It would definitely probably have to be Larry Payroll. Um, All Black's one of my favorites, and that's all I can think of right now. But shout out to Payroll for him to be a rapper I got on to 2017, most You're definitely, welcome. most definitely 18. Noisy Detroit is welcome. Yeah, I helped you, I showed you that. Yeah, he sh- Dan showed me Noisy Detroit, and that just set off a bomb. I started with Dex Osama. Then I got on Band Gang Lonnie. Then I got on Payroll, and it was just over from there. And then I, when I, I showed you Babyface Ray. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I got the, I'm, I'm happy with that one. I, I feel like you might have got me on the Vezo, though, when you showed me the sit-down and shit. Yeah. Like, I knew about Vezo, but I didn't like the old Vezo, like the one where he was working with Big Sean and shit. So nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that well, that don't count. That was him trying to, you know, appease his major label. Yeah, that wasn't real. But recipes, Dexo Sama, that was like a fun find. Like, yo, these Detroit niggas is different. And then when I found out about Bang Gang, you know, what I'm saying Lonnie, he was a dope, very raw rapper. He's had peaks and valleys though, like being a fan of his. But now, on the last like year or two, two years, he's he's oh yeah, he's I would have to say he's one of my top five favorite rappers too i listen to bang gang lonnie all the time like i listen to so what is it again it's lonnie all black larry june who payroll. else payroll. payroll and then who's who's the last spot hmm it would have to be either between you said uzi used to be there so who is he fighting against he's fighting against doug uh babyface Ray, Vezo was in there too. Those three, like I'm just going based off of listens. I was listening to Vezo yeah. heavy last year. True, true. Like that was it's my nigga. Prince three coming soon. And then my favorite album this year is still Face. So, Word. just undeniably, but Doug will probably have to fill that spot because he's definitely been like 
my favorite new rapper of the last few years, like year or two. Yeah, I think I made a list the other day. Let me try to find it of my favorite albums of the year, top five. So it's great about this before, but hey, who cares? I'll say it again because now we have way through the year and it's the 15th day we halfway through the month chopper suit convos in case you didn't know where you at what's good number five two peas in a pod larry june and jay worthy number four ray uh face by baby face ray number three continuance currency and alchemist number two it's almost dry push your t and number one i never liked you future I got to listen to Continuance. What would you say is the rest of your number five if you had to, or at least two and three? For my rappers or albums? Yeah, favorite albums. Because you said number one was Face. Um, Face, number two, Two Peas in a Pod. Um, that's the thing. Like, nothing else, man. Like, I like It's <laughs> Almost Dry. I like It's Almost Dry. I don't really listen to it as much anymore, but I love that album. I like, um, I never liked you a lot. I don't listen to it as much though, but I listen to two peas in a pod, like almost ever. Anytime I'm getting ready to go out somewhere, I plan two peas in a pod. I was listening to that this morning. I work out to face, you know what I'm saying? Like I do shit to those albums. Yeah. So those albums are my favorite. I work out to, I never liked you too. So it's like on leg day, I need Holy Ghost to play. Yeah, I listen to that album. That's the album I move to the most. And then when I feel like relaxing, that's when I'll play uh, Continuance or some of the songs I like off Face, the smoother joints. Pusha T's joints, another one that gets me hyped. I mostly play the um, Pharrell tracks, even though I, I like Diet Coke a lot. Me too. Yeah, it's fine. And on two peas in a pod, I like to listen to um sugar free laugh. Whoa. When he says, wake up and slap your bitch with a hundred thousand ones. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> sure you laugh like that? Yes, listen to it again. He said, riding two horses with one ass. Wake up and slap your bitch with a hundred thousand ones. <laughs> That's a sick laugh. And I like listening to the pimp talk about when he, you know, when the when the hoe come knocking, you know what I'm saying? I get up Wish on she her. Had a verse. I get up on her, you know, get in her ear, tell her something she want to hear. And he Ooh. said, he said, so what do you do when the uh when you got to explain to the other pimp? Oh, I serve him. Hey, hey, listen, Alan, man. Uh, the bitch came to me. She uh, Alan. <laughs> listen, Alan, man. Uh, the bitch came to me. She came this morning. She want to go. You know what I'm saying? Can I? I was wondering, can I get her clothes? Oh no, nigga, I can't get her clothes. Well, fuck it, nigga, you wear them then, just like that. So <laughs> that album, I love that album. I like all the skits. I like Jim Jones pulling up. Oh yeah, he was fire on the outro. Love Vanilla Cream, leave it up to me when she's not around as my anthem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So hey, and it's we, time. And it's crazy, like in my little top five list, I got three Detroit rappers and two Bay Area rappers. So I just been yeah. on some bait heavy bass lines, funky shit the last four or five years. Yeah. Hey man, that's what's up. So if you could pick one rapper that you like to become a producer and make their own album, who would you want to do that? Hmm, that's a good question. Whose album would I want to produce? 
you know what I'm saying? What rapper would you want them to produce themselves? Like oh. Hero produced his own album. And hmm. Rose the Five Nine did this recently too. He produced his own album. I can't say that because only people like everybody don't like. I guess based off the beats they pick. Yeah, exactly. Like their taste. Um, Who would you want to say, "Hey, you should produce yourself. Give it a try. You you pick great beats already all the time." I don't want to say Larry June because I that's just too repetitive um even though he would be on there um i almost want to say future but i don't know he he's his shit is vast but you can i guess add him um damn i'm trying to say some people that i don't mention all the time like i want to say 42 again but hmm. ross if he went to the justice league bag that's a good one he could make some elegant shit I almost wish do skeptic produce his own shit. Yeah. Um yeah. him or Lancey. I feel like Lancey be picking some dope ass. Yeah, people. that's cool. Yeah, Lancey too. Man, I wish Lancey was and just... Cardi. What if Cardi? Mm. <laughs> Whoa. You don't think he could be a good producer for himself? He, he does his thing. He's crazy. No, I just like the producers that he works with so much already. I just don't want to mess that up. Yeah. That's crazy, like, whole lot of red. When did it come out? What month? Like, December, right? Yeah, Christmas 2020. Yeah, I, I didn't start liking it until, like, May. I liked it immediately. That's yeah, true. everybody I know did, and I love that album. And it's crazy how he really got on the rage sound early. I really like to give him his props for that. Yeah, I mean, him and Pierre kind of created it unofficially. They were the template. Pierre has rage. I mean, obviously he's the the seed of it, like the beginning of it. But yeah. you always you made it seem like he he's out and the rage sound is in. Like it's not Pierre. And yeah, like that was the evolution. It's like he was like the prototype. What he did, and they added more aggressive chords and things to it. Like, but it is based on the type of stuff, especially like you know the quote unquote video game type beats that's what pierre and beat plugs the early people cardi was working with were doing plugs yeah even uh ethereal from uh whatever what's that crew father and them's crew i forgot awful records yeah you know one of his first big songs he made for cardi i forgot the name i know people will know what i'm talking about it's the one that samples the ps2 joint I don't know. Cardi yeah, was a song that samples the PS2 opening, but like that's my point. Like, yeah, he's always been like the quote unquote trying to work on the space out exploratory type shit, trying to reach new plateaus. Because you know, when you're an artist like Cardi, it's not really about his lyrics, it's more about the vibes, the chants, the ad libs. So he has to rely on beats. So that's why I feel like, hey, he probably would be a good uh, option. Thousand Band Fonny be picking some crazy ass beats. Oh yeah, he does. He really does. Like every time I like check up, check up on him every now and then, he'd be having some fire shit, and just be like, damn, this is not gonna get big like it's supposed to. But his beat is fucking hard. Like um, he has a song called Ultraviolet, 
and it's funny uh smoky margella did a like a read like he rapped on that beat too recently and it's fire but too bad smoky didn't get bigger because i like smoky margella a lot yeah. hmm beat pickers currency yeah that's true definitely currency that's kind of like saying larry june but and also beats. and chief keith he ended up making his own beats yeah he became a producer because he's a good producer um i mean he's a good beat picker yeah and he is a good producer i fuck with his sound he made finito yeah i mean classic you know what I'm saying? And I love his influences. I like that he likes Shawty Red and like 3-6 Mafia shit. Yeah, that is dope. His last project is fire. And he rapped on fucking Stomp, Young Buck. Yeah. I was excited when I heard that. <laughs> I was like, damn, this nigga Chief Keef is tight. He likes rapping on 2000s stuff. He's rapped on a few other 2000s beats. Do you think production is was better in the 2010s than the 2000s? Or was that just a hard question to answer? Uh, hold on. Check out the Phonem album if you guys haven't heard it by Chief Keef. It came out last December, a week before Christmas. You might have missed it. It's fire. He even so, remixed Slob on my knob. It's the best Chief Keef project since Thoughtbreaker. But check it out. But what was the question again? Do you think production was better in the 2000s or 2010s? Or is that too hard of a question to answer? Too subjective? It's not hard. 2000s. Test mm. your 2010s was cool. It was great, but re too repetitive. Yeah. 2000s, man. Because we know we're talking about the mainstream. The 2000s, but even un underground, like you had Jay Dilla, Mad Lib, High Tech. Like it was tight. And you had Ether Boy. Yeah. You had him. You had uh, Neptune's Timbo, you know, the end of the prime, end of prime Manny Fresh. You know, there's a lot of great producers, Swiss Beats. House Real Big, Cars big Real Open Big. coming through, Toomp, you know. Belly Real Big, Every that beat is fire. Yeah. Damn, Midnight Club Dove Edition. Whoo, those were the days, man. Yeah, I, I miss yeah. those days. I might have to get that. Yeah, you definitely need to get that. I'm surprised you haven't been playing that since you played Atari and Nintendo 64 still. Yeah, I haven't played in a, in a minute, actually. I've been playing more football manager, getting my coach on on the on the laptop, -y, you know. Mm. That's won the league. I just won the Champions League, beat Man United. If you had to pick out of TV shows or movies, who's the most uh lost geeker coach that you can think of wow it's a good question wasn't Fonz a coach in one of these movies i don't remember hmm. the first person that came to my mind was cedric the entertainer what did he coach he was a coach he was oh yeah steve harvey yeah on the steve and these teams were geeky he used to always make sick excuses and move laws <laughs> so yeah cedric Entertainer, he might be the geekiest coach I can remember off top. And who else? That's a good question. Um, wasn't Fonz a coach on Waterboy? Who was the Waterboy coach? Oh, yeah, it was Fonz. I feel like he was lost. Yeah, he was tweaked up, but hey, I mean, look at where they were, man. They he wore bucket hats. 
No, that's fresh. She's mm-hmm. jiggy. They really made Fonz a coach. Why not? Fonz, he's a great actor, Harry Winkler. He's on Barry. Harry Winkler, that's his name? Yeah, if you guys like watching dark comedies slash dramas, whatever, what have you, check out Barry on HBO. Anthony and I, we're going to have a recap on it probably next week, so check it out. So he's not even um, Italian? Harry Winkler? Yeah. No, not to my knowledge. Hmm. Whoa, just because he was the Fonz, you thought he was really Italian? Yeah, man, the Fonz. I mean, he played that shit (laughs) well. He called him the Fonz. He's an actor. Hey. (laughs) Iconic. Yeah, the kids don't know what that is. They don't know shit. They don't know nothing. Yeah, they don't know about that. That's old school. They don't even have classic fucking TV show characters like that anymore. Yeah, they do. They have SpongeBob. That's what they got. Sponge, nigga, that's us. SpongeBob came out like 99, 2000. Yeah, for yeah. They don't have shit. They have like fucking they got whatever they watch. You know, regular show and shit like that. Adventure Time. They not. They superstars are the YouTubers and the TikTokers. They don't have fucking Fonz. They don't have I Love Lucy's. I mean, that's not our generation either. Yes, it is. They don't have what you're talking about. It's in the 50s. They don't have what you're talking about, Will. They don't have what you're talking about, Will. They don't have Fresh Prince. They don't have Martin. They don't have Martin. All right, now that's when we were babies. There you go. You know what I'm saying? They don't have uh, Ah Ah Braxton. Come on, Young Heart in the Brig. You know what I'm saying? He actually came out recently and was like, yo, Braxton, like, fuck my career up. Dang, because everyone looked at him as a goofy. <laughs> yeah, remember he's an original gangsters? Yeah. I never could take him serious. Dan, you didn't believe it? I still haven't watched that movie. People mention that movie is like a, I never liked it. Ever. True. It was like corny to me. Like, you had like, what's that old nigga that looked like Jim Brown? Uh, Fred Williamson, the hammer. Yeah, the hammer. Yeah, like, I never really liked, like, no disrespect to the hammer, he's a legend, but like, I just always looked at like nigga, you, you gonna get your uncle John at Johnny S out of like, uncles like again. Why you hate my uncles, bro? Basically, uncle it's called a, it's basically original gangsters because it's old n- niggas <laughs> yeah, coming back to their right. town to, to fight Drew Down. Yeah, and Braxton. Yeah. Drew Down and Braxton were like the people terrorizing shit. Is that crazy? And Braxton had like the do-rag on, he didn't tie. The tie around his forehead. He just only tied it in her back. Hey, what's what's wrong with it? What was he trying to prove with that? I don't know. And then they were like in like a weird town, like Cleveland or some shit. No disrespect to Cleveland. Cleveland is not weird. What the hell is wrong with shit? They were in a weird place, bro. Like, like man, Cleveland is weird. No disrespect to Cleveland, but Cleveland's based on weird. what? Why? Nigga, Cleveland's weird. Based on what? Based on being from a place, uh. That has a fucking beach. It's na, 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 na. They don't have beaches and shit. They don't have like New York, right? But they have lakes. Yeah, but New York's not four hours away. Baltimore's not an hour away. That doesn't make it weird because it it's not weird. around a lot of popular places. The Midwest is oh, actually, never mind. They're in Gary, Indiana. Oh, see, gutter. Bando. Yeah, but as a kid, I was just thought like Indiana. What the fuck is this about? But I was ignorant, and then I learned about Indiana more. And I knew. that's hilarious. You respect Gary, Indiana more than Cleveland. 
Snake, Gary's basically Chicago. Uh, whatever. Nah, the whole Midwest is weird to me. No disrespect, but it's just weird up there. <laughs> Ain't shit around you when you're up there. Like, and it's cold as fuck. And it's just like, it's a place I just don't want to live ever in my life. Dang. Not ever. even during the spring and summertime? Ever. I, don't, I do not want to live in the Midwest ever. Not even Chicago. Ever. Dang. You don't have time for it? I'm spoiled by the coast. So you don't think you could ever live in the middle of the country? No, never. True. I respect that. Where am I going to live? St. Louis? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, now St. Louis. Nah, they just got that arc there. That's it. <laughs> Kansas City? Oh, my gosh. Maybe Denver. That's it. Dang. All right, before we go... Do you want a Kodak Black and Drake album? No. Don't care. So you don't, I mean, you saw what Kodak said. He said we record enough stuff to drop an album. It all depends on Drake if he wants to press the button and not. Drake got Benny the Butcher on hold and now Kodak. <laughs> Why does he do this to people? He works with him and never lets them like. I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe he just recorded with Benny the Butcher for fun. And then, or maybe it was Benny the Butcher waiting, waiting for the right album, and then it leaked. Oh, it actually leaked? Yeah. Oh, at least people got to hear it. I thought nobody ever got to hear it. Nah, so you don't want a Kodak album? Want? No. Wouldn't mind? I definitely wouldn't mind it. I would like to hear it. But do I, like, want that to happen? No, I don't care about that at all. (laughs) Is there any collab project you want? Damn it, it's just a bad time to ask. Um, collab project. Hmm. I, you remember, like I said, I wish Kendrick could produce a Kodak album. Um, collab projects. Rap is in a weird space to me right now. So it's like, it's nobody I can really think of. You know, Pop Smoke passed away, RIP. Um, Mm -hmm. all right happy father's day happy juneteenth we out